What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. You don't know what that ought is, Mr. Trash. I'd show you, but I'm too old. I'm too tired. I'm too fucking blind. If I were the man I was five years ago, I'd make a flamethrower to this place. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! In this strange, bizarre world, there's only one thing you can count on. That the truth shall not be set you free. This is Tim. This is Get Off My Lawn, the Mad Ramblings of a Gen Xer. We're back again. Uh, took a little summer vacation. Summer vacation is now over. The kids are back in school, so we can get back on a regular schedule. Because I miss doing this pod. Um, you know, You know we live in a weird world now. It's strange that, uh, and I was I was talking to my wife about it the other day. It basically came out a couple months ago or a couple weeks ago that there is life beyond Earth. There are extraterrestrials. the The government has recovered bodies of of aliens and spacecrafts and all these things, and and these things have been uh, documented by by not whack jobs, but you know professionals, people in the military, people in the government, and it doesn't even get it doesn't even turn out to be a blip on the radar. In reference to anything else. Because everything's about Trump. We need to get Trump. <laughs> That's all it's about. And you sit there and you like to think to yourself, all these charges and all these indictments, they're not politically motivated. There's there's no... And, and this is the naive... That's me being naive. That's And I couldn't say the word because I was drinking coffee at the same time. This is me just being naive, I guess. Because then you see things. And, and then more news comes out and you're like, well, this kind of does sound like it's to, it's the get Trump. So the Trump trial has for the federal case of the January 6th case has been set the trial date and the trial date has been set for wait for it, March 4th. And that, which is one day before super Tuesday, of course, that's when Republican voters, and I believe it's 15 states, go to their polls and select their choice for their party's candidate for 2024. Wow, is, is that a coincidence? You want to start the trial date one day. It's it just, you know, the judge is just sitting there. This district, this district judge is just saying, you know, let's see here. You know, we have to give everyone, you know, enough time and we have to, you know, see what we need to do. Let's, let's just, you know, let's, let's pick a date. I don't know. I'm just going to, I don't know. What, what's on the calendar? You know, let's just make it. Let's just let's just make it March 4th. One day before Super Tuesday. <laughs> and I love it because she comes out and says, after considering the party's uh, briefs and arguments, I find that trial beginning on March 4th, 2024 would give the defense adequate time to prepare for a trial and ensure the public interest is seen in this case resolved in a timely manner. Oh, yeah, we'll just we'll just make it right before the convention. That's eh, all good. What 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 possibly could be going? You know, th- this January sixth thing is already a witch hunt. We, I, you know, and I love it because more and more people are coming around. 
to this just being a witch hunt. And it's it's interesting that a lot of them are independents. A lot of them are also uh, African-American voters. And, and I think this is going to resonate with African-American voters quite quite a bit. Trump's being indicted on what they refer to as you know false charges or, or, or just misrepresentation of charges. And, and it's funny, though, because I was watching some videos yesterday and it was uh, they, they were doing interviews in the African-American community. And it was interesting because a lot of people were saying the same thing. He's being charged falsely for crimes he didn't commit, kind of like what we've been. So they're having a symbolic relationship. They're having a moment. They're having. They're having. Hey, listen, I can. I can sit there and understand what he's going through because I've had the same thing happen to me. And all you're doing is just kind of increasing his 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 popularity in certain segments. It's really kind. Of, it's really kind of weird because you also have people saying that even if he gets indicted and convicted, coffee break, that they're still going to vote for him. I mean, how crazy is that? It's just you don't want to think there's a two-tier justice system. You don't want to think that, you know, one party is using their political influence in reference to having control of the DOJ and, and a lot of all these other judges and other and all these blue states. You, you don't want to you don't want to think that. But it's it's weird that everything they do just kind of screams get Trump. And like I said, I'm not, I'm not what I mean. I, if, if it was me, I would probably still go with someone like DeSantis because I think he has more also of a uh, political appeal for the Hispanic voters. And I think he could take a lot more, you know, I think he could take a lot, all, you know, all the Southern States. I, I think he, he could be competitive in places like, um, you know, um, you know, places that, you know, are, are purple States. And I think if he, he his only big, DeSantis' biggest problem is he's not very, I mean, he, he's almost like he's not approachable. Trump, even though he's a billionaire, you feel like you can approach him. DeSantis sometimes comes off a little bit surly. But I love it that people have said that if Trump gets convicted, they would still vote for him. And it's crazy that we're just pushing these dates. And, and like I said, these dates just happen to coincide with, you know, with with what's going on in reference to the 2024 election. But we don't but we want to talk about election interference, but we don't see that these people are actually interfering with an election. So Brandon Johnson, the new mayor of of Detroit. Oh my god. Not Detroit, excuse me, Chicago. I was reading something about I was reading something about Detroit. He, he he replaced Lori Lightfoot. And I love it now because he is suing two automakers for lack of theft protection to features on cars as crime in a city has surged 104%. Criminals are running rampant, but it's a Kia problem. Because he's filing the suit against Kia and Hyundai over claims that they manufacture cars that lacks the appropriate anti-theft measures. Here's the problem. They don't lack the appropriate anti-theft measures. You have to buy them. They're add-ons. That's what they are. That's what they are. Now, now it's it's not because of the fact that he they're light on crime in Chicago. It's not because of the fact, you know, that you're basically doing a catch and release. It's not again, it's not to the fact that. You, you've already, I mean, Lori Lightfoot declared war on the police a couple years ago 
and now crime is running rampant in the you know in the city even more than it was before. It's not because of that. There is a 104% increase from last year of automobile thefts and a 230% increase in vehicle thefts over the last two years. But according to Johnson, it's the car maker's fault. What kind of security measures do you have that when these people come in and smash the windows and hotwire the cars and steal them, that, that, these, that, that these manufacturers need to come up with a way to stop people from doing that? How about you punish people that commit crimes in your cities? The failure of Kia and Hyundai to install basic auto theft prevention technology in these models is sheer negligence. And as a result, a citywide nationwide crime spree around automobile theft has been unfolding right before our eyes. I thought Lightfoot was an idiot. I really did. This guy's even more dangerous. He has such a socialist agenda that he is blaming the manufacturers of vehicles for crime in his city. And luckily for Chicago, they only have Kia and Hyundai. (laughs) That's the only cars they're allowed to have in Chicago. How about you just get tough on crime? How about how about you how about you arrest individuals? He 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 did a press conference the other day when they had the looting going on by those mobs in the high end district in Chicago, and he didn't like the fact that people were calling them mobs or looters. He didn't like that. I don't like that. You're generalizing people. You're stereotyping people. Well, you, when you run around and ransack a store and steal shit that's not yours, you're a looter. And if you do it with a group of people, you're a mob. He's like, what do you want to do? Arrest them because they're all baby Al Capones? Maybe they should get arrested. Maybe the fact is that no one has any fear of the police in your city because of your socialist agenda that has been strung out for years. Maybe that's the problem. At a certain point, this is, this is just going to boil over. At a certain point, the criminals are going to get even more brazen that something very bad is going to happen. And especially with these looters and mobs, something bad is going to happen. And it's it's scary to think what some individuals are going to do by taking the law into their own hands to protect themselves. And you hope... That, that that's not that's not the case. You hope that this doesn't happen. These are the things you hope. So with the wildfires in Hawaii, we didn't get to, we didn't get a chance to talk about this. It's it's extremely tragic. And right when it happened, it was it was global warming. This was all caused by global warming. Climate change. I'm sorry, not global warming, climate change. That's what this was caused by. That was the first thing the client. That's the first thing the Democrats came out and said. But the reality is, in some ways, climate change was responsible for these wildfires. Now, evidently, the it was some down power lines that the utility company did not uh, did not have the ability or did not shut off immediately that sparked these fires. And and evidently, the plant life in um, uh, in and around. Hawaii has been so dry that um, you know it was basically just perfect perfect kindling 
and it, and we had they had the windstorm, so it it was it was a perfect creation of a storm and reference of things to happen. Now the problem is, people got to stop pinging me. The problem is that yes, there was a windstorm, there was dry weather conditions, there were down power lines, but they had the failure to operate the lines, and they created sparks, which created the deadly fires. Now here's the funny thing. It's not funny. Here's the interesting thing. Hawaii spends like fifty million dollars a year, if not more, on on green energy projects. That's what they do. They spend all their money on green energy projects, and then they only spend about a half a million dollars a year on things such as controlled burns. You know, so fires will not occur. To actually cleaning the the foliage around power lines and transformers. They only spend like a half a million dollars a year to do this. Now that's not a lot of money considering you got a lot of power lines, you, you got a lot of transformers, you got a lot of brush, and you have to have these control burns. So this dead foliage is not the perfect kindling. So the, the failure of the electrical company to turn off the 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 live power lines definitely caused the wildfire but it was the fact that there was so much brush and debris that had not been vacated around these power lines in these areas and they had no control burns that everything was it was a perfect storm of kindling so they spent all this money on green projects but the problem is so far over 115 people are are known to be dead there's there's still i think hundreds missing and the problem but the problem is this they never adequately used or cleared the vegetation and properly trimmed and made and did maintenance around these power overhead power lines and other electrical equipment because of the fact that they're focusing all their money on green energy and the green new deal. It had nothing to do with climate change. And then you had the moron in California. Uh, I think I can't remember what the representative's name is that wants to spearhead and have an investigation into this and call have have Biden call for a climate emergency. The climate emergency is this. You didn't. And then also the fact that they had a person who was basically in charge of the water system in in, in Hawaii. And again, it's a Democrat because Hawaii is a very blue state. And what this person decided to do was not turn on the water immediately so firefighters could fight these fires because they needed to have its social equity and reference to where the fires were going. So it delayed three, four hours before the, before the water was even allowed to go out. You needed social equity to fight fires. You need to fight fires where the fire is burning. That's what you need to do. So they don't spend money on maintenance for vegetation and other uh, and do control burns. This person decided, now this person has been replaced after they came out and said what they said, but they haven't been fired. They were just moved someplace else in the Hawaiian government. You have a person that didn't allow the water to flow because of equity. And we we're going to blame this on the boogeyman. Climate change. <laughs> But that's but we don't want to again, we don't want to look in the mirror. We don't want to see what actually caused this problem. We just want to blame it on the boogeyman. Because it's 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 easier to do that than to do anything else. 
something's 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 just something's just very wrong. It's just very wrong that we're bl- we're blaming the automakers, manufacturers, not the criminals. We're blaming climate change on a pre- on a preventable disaster that occurred because of the fact that funding that was used for climate change could have been used for the, this this maintenance and controlled burns. And we're going to blame everyone else but the persons that are out there. The former CEO of uh, Home Depot, he came out the other day. He actually had a, he had a, he had kind of had a grim warning and he was, he's been calling out the Biden administration for what he refers to fueling a lawless society. Now this of course is all occurring because as you know, like I said, we talked about theft is, is on the rise. Retail theft is, is just crazy. We're, we're going to talk about that in a minute. And it, it's just one of these things that he he's blaming. Everyone's blaming everyone else. And the CEO, the former CEO came out and said, this, uh, this environment under the administration is fueling a law of society, and we got to get back at, to it under control. I fear where this is headed. And we know where this is headed. This is headed where people can't go to department stores. This is headed where people can't purchase goods. This is headed to where everything in CVS, Rite Aid, Walgreens are behind cases where you have to go get something. This also happens the fact that prices you know, for, have been jumping up at these stores by three and a half, four percent, so they can go out and pay for the loss and reference into the merchandise, which again gets passed on to the consumers, which again will be passed on to the everyday person, because then they're going to have to get security guards. They're going to have to do things. They're going to have to take different measures to basically stem the, this these crime sprees. But the Biden administration, like everyone else, everything's fine. Everything's good. We got no problems here. The National Archives came out. That's the National Archives and Records. And they came out and they basically admitted, which no one, oh my God, I am so tired of people banging me. And I should turn that off. Uh, They've actually came out and admitted now that they're right now in the possession of 5,400 emails, electronic records, and documents that show or potentially show Biden using pseudonyms during his vice presidency. That's what I love. And I got to turn this off because people really just need to just stop pinging me. Uh, he so popular. Um, so he used to, now this is, this is not something that's, that's um, this is not something that's out of the ordinary. Hillary Clinton did it. Obama did it, uh, you know, and, this was a uh, this was a records request um, from the archives, and it was a legal request, and it was a legal request for the names of Robin Ware, Robert L. Peters, J.R.B. Ware, and these are evidently the pseudonyms. So now they're coming out and say, "Yeah, you know what? We got about five thousand four hundred emails and text messages and stuff." <laughs> uh, are you going to release it? No, well, probably not. It probably is going to be classified. But don't worry, if you're Hillary Clinton, that word doesn't mean anything. So if you have 36,000 emails on a server, you can just wipe it out and don't even have to, you don't have to worry about shit. And like I said, he is not, the, he is not the only politician to do this. This is, this is not, this is not groundbreaking in that regards. It's groundbreaking. The fact that you have so much other stuff going on that you kind of wonder, you kind of sit there and wonder a little bit with Burisma, with everything else going on. What, what was actually happening? 
What is actually happening? I laugh because I'm actually just looking at an article right now. It says Dems who blame fires on climate change largely silent after counties reveals the cause. Of course you reveal the cause. It's the cause of all evil. And this is the problem, but we're going to blame everybody else. <laughs> That's why I love it. And if you want to you want to plot the thicken a little bit more on Burisma, Devin Archer met with then Secretary of State Kerry just weeks before that DEA was fired. I mean, that district attorney in, in, in the Ukraine was fired. <laughs> fired by the prosecutor general. But don't worry, this had nothing to do with the billion dollars that Biden said he would withhold if they didn't stop investigating his son and fire this guy. Because, you know, no political influence was used there. Uh, there's so much to talk about. And we're going to try to do this show every other day and keep it rolling. Because, like I said, the summer is over. And the summer of fun is here. Our summer of fun was here. And again, this is Tim. This is Get Off My Lawn, the mad ramblings of a Gen Xer. And I'm out of here.